Welcome everyone back to the True Blue Podcast. I am your drum-tapping, humming host, Zachary Sukardi. And we are here for session six. Thank you for joining me. I'm happy to be here. It's a little late on Monday night that I'm recording this, but here we are. And I'm excited to to fucking do this. So this will be fun. I'm a little under the weather, so... I may sound like kind of hoarse, or I may sound like if I laugh, I smoke like 50 cigarettes, but it's just a sinus infection. And shout out to my good homie Tyler, who turned me on to the Simply Saline, because I really like, I had symptoms, like I was kind of achy, and um, not a fever though, and I could still taste food, so it was definitely a sinus infection, so I'm just sort of getting over it. But shout out to my homie, as I said, who told me about getting the saline solution because it really helped. But I, I've been on it, guys. I've been drinking my water. I, t- I fucking I eat like fruit and good food. I'm not like pigging out. I'm not eating really any cheese. I had cheese yesterday for the Super Bowl. For I had some pizza. But otherwise, I'm not eating anything that's going to create more mucus or any of that gross ass shit. So I'm I'm on the mend. And I'm happy to be here fucking doing this doing this podcast. Um, so just a little recap since the last episode. Um, I, as I said, I'm, I'm kind of been sick. I went and I saw a trail of dead. Um, I mentioned them last week. I went and saw them at the launch pad. And it was great. Surprisingly, though, there wasn't really a lot of people there. It, it kind of shocked me. And so... I uh, I got there and, and I went to the merch booth, checked it out, and I actually got to talk to the singer. And I do what I do with most bands when I like meet them or any of that, especially here. Well, I should say here in Albuquerque is I thank them for coming because there's so many bands that pass that that don't come through Albuquerque. So when they do and I, you know, get to meet them or, you know, whatever, I always say thank you for coming here. Because, again, being from the East Coast, I'm spoiled. There's, I mean, a- every artist goes to New York, New Jersey, Philly, so there's always an option to see them, unlike here in New Mexico. So I thanked them, and I actually got to talk to him, and I told him about um, the EP that Trailer Dead have called The Secret of Elena's Tomb. And I actually talked about a song off of there on last week's episode. And I told him how much I really like that song and how I like the the song that it goes into. And I also mentioned how I am a big fan of the art of this EP. It's got a really cool like Victorian um, profile of this maybe Elena, I I would imagine. Um, Secret of Elena's Tomb, just putting two and two together. And then just the way it says Trailer Dead on there. And it was real cool. He like looked surprised that I was referencing that. And he kind of, he gave me this look like I was talking about my own art or something. Like he was so like, he was very gracious. But he was kind of like, wow, you really feel that way about something that I did? That wasn't like our popular album or something. I don't know. I, I, I kind of felt that vibe a little. Um, but it was really cool. I got to say. Like I don't really fanboy it or nothing. I, You know I, I bought the record. And I didn't need a picture. Or I don't 
have him sign it or anything, just to be able to um, connect with him, shake his hand, and tell him what I what I think of his music. That's really all I ever want to do if I meet someone that I admire their music, is just sort of tell them how I connect with it and maybe reference a song or whatever. But they were great. They were so good. I really enjoyed them. They actually had um, a drummer. They had a couple different um, guys playing drums. They would switch instruments. So I thought that was really cool as a as a drummer that these guys were multi-talented. Every like there were three different people who played drums during their set. So it was real it was real enjoyable. And I really liked their latest album and they played a bunch of songs off there. And then they played songs off of a couple of their albums here, you know, prior. Um, and it was awesome. I did some filming, which I don't ever film at shows. When I go to shows, I want to motherfucking be there. I'm not trying to film and show all my friends and YouTube it and Instagram it and Pepperoni Pizza it. I'm just trying to be there. But things change. It's 2020, you know. So I, I filmed a little. I actually, I think I filmed like one of the first times at the Misfits show when I saw the Misfits uh, in New York City. So, you know, maybe we're turning a tide here, but I highly doubt it. But it, it was cool just to film a little. And again, great show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I picked up, as I said, a vinyl of their, of their most recent album. Um, so, really cool shit. Um, and yeah, so uh, I uh, talked to, uh, to my mom yesterday, which was cool. And uh, she told me this story about a falcon landing on her car when my mom had her dogs in the car. And uh, it was just sort of funny because it's a fucking falcon. I mean, geez, that's a huge bird landing on my mom's car. She said it was only there for like a minute and flew flew away, but she could tell that like her dogs were a little bit, you know, uneasy and they were definitely aware of something. But how cool, a falcon? A little side note that uh, the town I live in, the football team, the Wee football team are called the Falcons. So it drew back to my childhood because I played for the Falcons. I loved it. Uh, anyway, yeah, kind of a kind of a cool story. And my mom mentioned like, uh, I don't know, like needing maybe getting like a knife or something because she walks um, she walks her dogs like late at night sometimes. And, you know, just to protect them and all that. And my mom's birthday is on Wednesday, the 5th. Do I have that right? Tomorrow's the yeah the fifth. Um, it's definitely the fifth. I know that, but just thinking it's Wednesday. Um, and my mom's real hard to shop for. So my mom she drinks Dunkin' Donuts, coffee, and that's kind of it. And then everything else is maybe like and I know it sounds so lame, but like a gift card to Kohl's. I try to buy her like, oh, I actually I did get her a good Christmas gift. She likes I I got her these Indian blankets. Uh, from here in New Mexico So that was cool But I can't give her more blankets I mean the fuck um, So my mom mentioned Like oh yeah Maybe I should get like a knife or something You know when I walk the dogs At night time You know just to be safe So I bought my mom a fucking knife Pretty excited actually Pretty excited to um, for my mom to get it I got it on Amazon I bought it like right there She was talking talking to me on the phone And I just went on Amazon Because again she's real hard to buy for and I know that she'll appreciate it. Um, so that's uh, that's just something I wanted to share with everyone. Falcon on my mom's car. 
it spawned me to be able to get her a good Christmas uh, Christmas gift, a good birthday gift. So I'm excited for my mom to get her knife. Uh, so the, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, then the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl was cool. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a real good game. I'm happy the Chiefs won. I would have been cool if the 49ers won, but I, I think I wanted the Chiefs to win. They're definitely the better team, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, I'm just yeah happy to see that. And uh, it was it was a good game. It was damn close. And then the Chiefs just took it away. Um, I didn't really, you know what? The commercials were just aight. And I'll be honest, I fucking fell asleep. From being sick, I haven't really been able to sleep so well. So my sleep is kind of like... I don't know. It's here and there, and it's kind of been like a couple naps here lately. So at least over the maybe the past weekend. So I fell asleep probably from the f- second quarter to the end of the third. So I missed halftime show, which I was fine with. You know, I'm just not a fan of Shakira and J Lo. Good for them. I'm not hating. You know, but their music and everything. Yeah, they're super hot, but whatever. You know. It, it, it didn't phase me. In fact, I, I was kind of pleased that I missed it. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. I'm, you know, the, I'm, a, I'm really big into fantasy football, so that'll be cool um, with, the rookie, with the rookies coming in and all that. So even though football's over, I can kind of still enjoy the fantasy football aspect of it. All right, so let's get into the episode. I just wanted to just kind of do a little recap there. I'll probably do that at the start of my episodes here just to kind of speak off the cuff, talk some real real. You know what I'm saying, saying what I'm saying. All righty, so let's get into the self-care tip of the week here. So the self-care tip of the week for this week is how to limit your social media time. You know what? I thought about this because... Uh, I use social media, I use Instagram, and I use Twitter, and I know it, it, it takes up a good amount of my phone usage. I'd say I listen to my music apps the most, and then second comes um, all the uh, social media. And then right now, third is my fantasy football shit, but come in, in season, fantasy football is number one. I'm on that motherfucking shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? You got to be in it to win it. So, But I noticed just social media, it can be so like hollow and vapid sometimes. And I've noticed, I don't know if you guys have ever done this. I'll be in, let's say, Instagram, right? I'll be checking it out. All right, cool. I'll close out of it. And then I open it up right away. Right away again. Like I, this is the next thing I that I open up. And it I'm not conscious of it. I just open it up. I'm like, oh, there we are. It's like checking your mail every day or, you know, I don't know, checking your fly or some shit, you know, like it, it, it's so weird that it it has that kind of connection. So I, I really wanted to share some tips on how to limit social media because as much as it's great, it connects people, you know, your hobbies, your interests, it can really, um, it can even educate. There's a lot of cool things on there. A lot of a lot of positive things. I mean, really, I'm not going to play hate on social media and say it's not positive because it is. I've met family members through social media. Um, I've connected with folks, and then just doing my um, my uh, um, my podcast True Blue page, which is where you can find me on social media <laughs> at Podcast True Blue. And obviously, you know, I, I spend time with the podcast and then on my personal page, you know, looking at shit, 
share them with friends and all that but it's definitely good to minimize and to uh, break away because it's yeah it can be kind of uh kind of empty anyway so i'm gonna go over some tips to limit this shit okay First tip I'm going to talk about is that there are actually apps out there, both on Android and Apple, to help limit your screen time, help um, manage how often you you use social media. And this can be done for any app, not just social media apps. Um, I know with Apple, I think they have one called Screen Time. Um, that you can set. I think it's it's just within their um, within their software. You don't have to download it. So if you have an Apple phone, check out Screen Time. I believe there are settings within there that you can um, you can um, set up so you can limit the amount of time that you're spending on your phone or on particular apps. Same with uh, Android. They have one called Your Hour. This one you do have to download. I don't think Android comes with one, but I was able to look through the Play Store and look for one called Your Hour. So I. A really good uh, first first tip here, and how to minimize it, is if you get some uh, some help um, controlling it, and maybe and some of these apps will tell you how long you spend on it. You know, and I mean, if you think about it, it's like, I mean, come on, you know, what are you, what's like really happening, and what's really getting done. Um, so, and then uh, I know through uh, Instagram, they also have one. Uh, it's under settings, your activity, and it is called set daily reminder. And this will be something that you can set up to um, re to remind yourself not to be on it so much, or um, you know, not to have it open, or um, just s- something to kind of help minimize it. And I think Facebook has one. I think it's under settings, and it's called Your Time. I honestly I don't have Facebook, so I'm not too clear on that. But I'm sure all of the social media platforms have something like this. And then again, all of the um, all the softwares for Apple or Android do have apps to help limit your uh, your social media time or other app time. Um, so my second tip is something called a digital Sabbath which is ultimately choosing like a time frame, whether it be a day, um, a portion of the day, the morning, the evening, could be entire weekend where you just don't use it at all. You know, you just put it down. And then, you know, honestly, I mean, you'll, you'll be able to have a fuller life. <laughs> you'll be enjoying things. You'll be connecting. And then when you do go check it, you may even have something to look forward to. You know, check that out. And then just the word digital Sabbath is pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? So tip three is to disable your notifications. So if you go through the app, there's going to be under settings, a place where you can disable your notifications. So that way when people are hitting you up, people are liking your shit or whatever the fuck, you're not always alerted about it. Which I know may kind of seem like, well, what's the point? You know, you want people or you want to be notified on people reaching out to you. But the idea here is to cut down on it. You know, really just to cut down on the on the time that you're like checking it. So that way you're not like a slave to all these fucking notifications. You can just check it like on your lunch break or, you know, while you're waiting in line somewhere and kind of minimize it. I thought that was that was kind of cool. Um, kind of a cool idea. And again, you can do this for almost any fucking app. You can disable your notifications, which in almost any phone, it's going to be under settings or it's going to be under that particular app's settings. So just to share with ya, with ya. And then number four is actually, and this one I dig, is ask humans questions. Instead of going to your phone, 
ask people for help, their advice, their opinion. I know it sounds kind of weird. You know, I mean, I would ask people, you know, or maybe if you want to strike up a conversation, um, you know, it, it, I would encourage it, honestly, because, you know, being kind of um, being outside yourself and being able to communicate and just talk to people um, is is what I like about number four here. I wouldn't go asking people for directions. I'd still use your phone for that. But, you know, their opinion, maybe some help on something that you're not clear on or their advice. Um, you know, even if you're in line somewhere at like a deli and you want to get some feedback on, you know, what what that person likes. Just really what I'm also getting at with this with this self-care tip is just connecting with other people instead of digitally connecting with them. And then last but not least, last but not least, excuse me, is motherfucking move. Go on a fucking hike. Go for a walk. Go on a bike ride. Get your unicycle out and get that shit going. You know, anything that keeps you moving and engaged with other human beings, go have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, do something. Don't be on your phone. Our phones are great. They fucking are. I mean, geez, can you believe we live in an age where you can just type in any song you want? Any song. I remember as a kid getting the fucking cassette tape, waiting for the song to come on and fucking uh, trying to record it. And then uh, a lot of times back in the day, the radio DJ would have the super long opening. So he's talking over the intro of the song, which would be so annoying. And now we can just go on our phones and just check it out. Any, you know, we can listen to any song we fucking want. Social media is great, but at the same time, you, you want to disconnect. I had an issue with my phone a couple months ago. I wasn't able to, to really use it. So I was forced to not be able to use it. And it was kind of nice. It really was. It's, it's nice to just have a motherfucking break. You know, and if you get anything from this tip, I mean, really anything, it's just connect with someone. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling here with my dog, by the way. Lulu, she's so awesome. I fucking love her. She doesn't have social media. I see a lot of people who have fucking pages for their dogs and shit, <laughs> which is cool. I'm not going to lie. I follow a couple dogs because they're cute and they're cool and they're funny and they make you feel good. <laughs> I follow dogs. It's funny. All right. Anyway, so that's those are my tips. I'm actually going to try to post this to my Instagram page. I know this is sort of weird. I'm telling you not to be on social media, and I'm posting it on social media. But, you know, you got to find a balance somewhere, and that's up to y'all. All right, so I'm going to now talk about some poetry here. I'm going to talk some poetry. This is actually by a poet named Frank O'Hara. He is out of, I believe, uh, I forget where he's from. From I think he may be from, like, Massachusetts area. But he's all ultimately a New York City poet. He was a he was the curator at the um I forget the fucking the Museum of Modern Art I think in New York City which is like a big deal to be the curator there he was in like the seventies do I have that right sixties seventies probably the sixties I should probably know when he passed away because he sadly passed away let me go on Google let's check this out Frank O'Hara. Another reason why I like him, or I, I should say I connect with him, is he's Irish. O'Hara. I'm also Irish. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, so in the 60s. 
So yeah, he was uh, the curator uh, in the 60s. The Museum of Modern Art in New York City. So you know, I chose some of his poems I wanted to share with everyone because he's uh, he's one of my favorite one of my favorite poets. I wouldn't share poems from someone I didn't I didn't like. <laughs> so a couple of these are excerpts from longer poems. He uh, he writes a lot of long prose poems. And shout out to my sister who in like 2005 gave me a gift card to Barnes and Noble, and I bought the collection of Frank O'Hara poems. There's like, I don't know how many pages in here, like 600, 700. Yeah, 600 pages. So really cool, really cool. So I'm going to share some of his poems with you. Or I should say these are excerpts from his poems, and then I actually do have a poem uh, in completion that, uh, that uh, I really dig. So this poem, or this excerpt, I should say, does not have a title. First two I'm going to share don't have a title. The last one does. Here goes. Oh God, it's wonderful to get out of bed and drink too much coffee and smoke too many cigarettes and love you so much. Fucking love that. Let me read that again. Oh God, it's wonderful to get out of bed and drink too much coffee and smoke too many cigarettes and love you so much. I love this one. I really do. I think it's 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 so um it's so concise, it's so powerful. It's so mundane, drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes, getting out of bed. Um, and I don't drink coffee or smoke cigarettes, but uh, I just really connected with this. And just how he says, oh, God, it's wonderful to get out of bed. I mean, think about that. It is. It's wonderful. We're so lucky and blessed to be able to get the fuck out of bed um, and then drink too much coffee or do anything too much, be on social media too much, you know, drink too many Red Bulls or whatever, smoke too much weed, uh Whatever, whatever you're going to do in excess, but to love you so much, I think is really, really powerful. And if you don't believe in God, you can substitute God for your dog or for a person. And it still has the same kind of uh, strength to me. All right, so for the second one I chose, I absolutely love this, these uh, couple lines here. Um, here goes. What is more beautiful than night and someone in your arms? That's what we love about art. It seems to prefer us and stays. How fucking dope is that? What is more beautiful than night and someone in your arms? That's what we love about art. It seems to prefer us and stays. So I connected with this one a lot because, I mean, when it comes to art, when it comes to music and all these things under the art umbrella of expression, that it seems to prefer us and stays. It's kind of nice. It's like saying that, like, you know, uh, human beings, or um, you know, they're they're not as um, they're not as committed, maybe, or at least in this poem here. And to say it seems it seems to prefer us and stays. We're not quite sure, <laughs> but it seems to prefer us and it sticks around. One thing I will say that I just, you know, love about music is it's always there. I mean, it really is. And it's just like, I don't know, early on in my life, I as a kid, I I just knew that I could go to to my tapes, my CDs, my records and have something that I connect with and it seems to prefer me and it sticks around. So, I think that's real cool. And then the, the, the first two lines, what is more beautiful than night and someone in your arms? I mean, nighttime, it's dark, it can be cold. 
You know, what's more beautiful than that and having someone in your arms? I mean, that is just so profound. And honestly, it could be someone, it could be could be your dog, could be Lulu, could be Lolo, uh, could be could be art, could be anything. Someone could be something in your arms. But for this, it says someone in your arms. And I'm not discounting what it means to be with somebody. What it means to have someone that you are in love with or connecting with or whatever. And they're in your arms. Like that's such a, um, such a, such a great thing. So you should, uh, next time that you hug someone, realize that it's, that's pretty, pretty rad that, you know, that you're close. So yeah, I love this one. It's so good. That's what we love about art. It seems to prefer us and stays. Good shit. All right, so the last one is actually a poem called Katie. Here goes. They say I mope too much, but really I'm loudly dancing. I eat paper. It's good for my bones. I play the piano pedal. I dance. I am never quiet. I mean silent. Someday I'll love Frank O'Hara. I think I'll be alone for a little while. Fucking dope. I love that he called it Katie. Whoever Katie is. I think it's cool that he attributed these words to her. Or just or just decided to choose that as the poem name. They say I mope too much. But I'm really loudly dancing. It's pretty cool. I dig that. You know from... The outside looking in, it looks like he mopes too much, but he's really loudly dancing. That's cool. I eat paper; it's good for my bones. Makes me think of just like, you know, he's a he's out there at a typewriter, typing these poems. I play the piano pedal, not the piano, but the piano pedal. That's pretty cool. I like how specific that is, and I like how like if you play piano, you know, you I mean, obviously it's just the pedal, but it still has such a such a uh, a significance and he says i dance i am never quiet i mean silent i love that i'm never quiet and then he says i mean silent there's something that's really kind of fun with those words and then he says someday i'll love frank o'hara and that's him i think i'll be alone for a little while that i dig because sometimes you struggle with self love you know, and he's saying someday he'll love himself and he just wants to be alone for a little while. You know, maybe he's saying that to Katie. He's saying someday I'll I'll love myself. And he tells her, I think I'll be alone for a little while. Just really, really dug this. Just really fun wordplay. I really love how honest it is. I love how he includes his name in it. Someday I'll love Frank O'Hara. Someday. You know, he mentions the piano pedal and he wants to be alone for a little while to end it. So really cool stuff. Check him out, Frank O'Hara, uh, really, really cool poet. So I actually wrote my own version of Katie that uh, I'll include probably in, in my poetry book coming out this year. I even thought of a title for it over the weekend. I probably won't share it just yet, but I love the process of putting poetry together and creating something. Even this fucking podcast, I love this process. I really do. I think I have a hard on for the process more than more than anything else. <laughs> but you know, just because it, it it keeps me creative, I get to think of shit, you know, and uh, I get to design it. It's just it's a lot of fun. Anyway, 
my version of Katie, I called, I, I should say I titled Name. Here goes. They say I feel too much, but really I'm slowly dying. I eat words, drinking silence when the setting is right. I am never down, I mean up. Someday I'll love Zach Sicardi. I think I'll lay down a while. So as you can see, I borrowed some of his vibe here. I mean, I, I mean, you know, it's pretty much it's a it's a um, it's a homage to this poem. So yeah, I obviously did, but that I say someday I'll love Zach Sucardi. Who the fuck can connect with not loving themselves sometimes, and kind of being at odds with that? So to say someday I'll love Zach Sucardi is just really. Uh, Really cool. Again, how I, I like how he included his name. I'm including mine. Uh, and then I, I end it where I say, which I end it where I say, I think I'll lay down a while. He says, I'll think I'll be alone for a little while. For me, I just, I know with my depression, I mean, damn, I'm just like sleeping is like king. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So part of this is, you know, somewhat depressive, um, is I should say depressing. Um, but I'm going to read it again. They say I feel too much, but really I'm slowly dying. I eat words, drinking silence when the setting is right. I am never down, I mean up. Someday I'll love Zach Sucardi. I'll think I'll lay down a while. And again, this does fall under the, the, the category of it may be depressing, but just the creation of it and sharing it turns into a positive, which... You know, if you think about it, that's one of the cool things about when they say like depressing music or sad songs, you know, it can really kind of flip it because you have something that you're connecting with. And that I think is really important. So, hey, we're here at the end. Thanks again for rolling with me, for putting up with my um, with my bit of a hoarse voice. And then with my like seven seventy cigarettes uh, fucking uh, laughter, you know, with this, <coughs> excuse me. All right. So song of the week I chose by an artist named Nick Drake. The song is called voice from the mountain. It's also known as voices. Um, and then this is from an album called time of no reply. Little background on this. I actually bought this, this record this weekend at Astro zombie shout out to Mike and Chris, uh, here in, in uh, Albuquerque. Uh, I bought this record time of no reply. I've owned this CD since early 2000s. My friend Tom got me into Nick Drake. Wonderful folk artists. Great vocals. Great fucking vocals. Great lyrics. Beautiful guitar. I strongly suggest you check him out. Nick Drake. So I got that box set back in early 2000s. Big fan of his shit. I even read his his auto, not autobiography, but his biography. So when I saw the vinyl of Time of No Reply, I was very excited. So they actually, so I bought a box set. I bought the Nick Drake box set, which has all of his albums, which are three albums. And then it came it comes with uh, Time of No Reply, which is like a compilation. And honestly, I like this the most out of everything that came in the box set. So when I saw the vinyl, I was so pumped to, uh, to have picked it up. And I chose this song, Voice from the Mountain. It's the last song on the album time of no reply and it's called voices on all of his other collection i think there's one forget the name of the collection but you could find this on youtube on spotify and apple um and uh it's so again it's the last song on time of no reply and it's not even a song that i originally was like 
into, I guess you could say. And that's what I love about some artists, like certain artists that, that you just love, is that you'll listen to them throughout the years, and there will be times. I know this happened um, with Joy Division. Where I would, when I first got into them, there were a batch of songs I loved. I mean, I loved all all their shit, but they were a batch that I just loved. And then throughout my life, it sort of changed where I started jamming other songs from them. Same here with uh, with this song, "Voice from the Mountain" by Nick Drake. It wasn't a song that I originally connected with, or you know, um, I guess featured. I hadn't edited it to any of my mixes or anything like that. But I was jamming it this this weekend and just love it. Love it. Such a beautiful song. He says, voice from the mountain and a voice from the sea. Voice in my neighborhood and a voice calling me. I mean, great lyrics. Very poetic. Um, very poetic. And then I live in Albuquerque. There's mountains here. There's really not too many mountains in New Jersey. So my connection with this song is, honestly, being here in, in Albuquerque, voice from the mountain um just a great song one that i'm very excited to share i'll post this somewhere on social media so you guys can check it out um and yeah anytime you think of drake like the uh the the hip-hop artist from canada i always think of nick drake and then if you know seinfeld there's an episode where they have a friend called the drake and they're always saying how they hate the drake or they love the drake so there's a couple references with the with the name Drake, and there's Drake's coffee cakes. But Nick Drake, chumps all. Check out Nick Drake, everybody. All right. Well, hey, that's it for session six. Thanks again for rolling with me. I'm really having a great fucking time doing this podcast, and I love it's February. I've got a month full of podcasts. We're in the second month of 2020, and I'm doing session six. It's just gonna keep getting better and better, and I love that something that I have a hard time with I'm sort of a perfectionist but to be able to do something and just fucking do it and get better as I go is really kind of therapeutic Uh, so anyway you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at podcast true blue my name is Zachary Sicardi I hope you guys have a great week and I'll holla at you here soon I'll see you here soon God bless peace